And uh, we, of course, have Peter Edmiston here, uh, formula of the uh, Grind Time show on <laughs> Sports 26 Grind Time. I'm sorry. It's been a while, Peter, since I uh, had to call it <laughs> You forgot the name of the show. Yeah, I forgot the name uh, of the show. Grind, hey, Grindville. Uh, grind, Grind. Yeah. Grind Haven. Grind, uh, grind, uh, grind, uh, grind, uh, grind City. No, that's the not Grind that's Zone. But, uh, yeah. grind, the Grind but Zone. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, but we man, were thinking man, about the name of the show. Listen, I like, listen, I this man what... can't even remember the name of the show. It's, I mean, come on, this is that's, that's why Jason. Does, that's why they do Jason and John because you can't forget that. It's that's just right, exactly. So we, we, and I'm, but, I, but you can tell that we are a cousin of that show, a grind season here. We are certainly a cousin of grind. Right, grind time. Oh, it's more than a cousin because I, we were contemplating like, hey, oh, can we just take grind time? Like, I doubt Flynn actually owns it, so like, can we just like? I, I don't think Peter went back. Like, we, we thought yeah. about it, so yeah. yeah. I think I think you could. I think you could have you could have taken it. I think it could have been a hostage. Oh, like half brother of that show. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate y'all sending me this backdrop, with... by the way. It's expensive. I don't know how yeah, appreciate that, you, man. Appreciate yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I didn't get that cool uh that cool script up on the other side over here. Other nah. people do this. I don't know how they do this, but over here, I don't I want my script. I know what's what? I don't yeah, know. I can't I always get it opposite here, but I want my name cursive and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, I got you next time. I got you. I got you. Of course, we're here with Peter Everson. Going cheap on me. I want, I want the whole full deal. <laughs> I got That's you, bro. Fireworks. I'm, I'm my email it to you. You curse on the show. Yeah, we curse. Come on, now. You think okay. I'm on something that's like not on the radio? Yeah, cuss. Come on. Man. Yeah, come on, man. Okay, I just want. But yeah. <laughs> Poop. Okay. Anyway, Make sure on. you guys subscribe <laughs> to the Grass Season Podcast and uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at the Grass Season Pod. You see our social media handles. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Odyssey Sports on YouTube, of course. And, of course, we have our good friend and guest, Peter Edmondson. Peter, you were just talking about John Morant. You were talking about the mm -hmm. all-NBA selection. That's been kind of a hot-button topic, too. Uh, whether John should be penalized at all for the off-the-court stuff. And it's like people talk about John like he's been gone. He Like he was gone for months or something. I mean, John missed, like, what, I think nine games total. Eight right. game suspension plus the game he took off for as, as you know conditioning and whatever to uh, rev himself back up. People are talking like job was like gone for you know months. You know what I mean? So I think I me personally I think that all the will job make the all NBA team stuff is a silly discussion because even when I try to write down my list of guys, it's hard for me to come up with a group of six guards in the NBA that I have over John Morant. Am I looking at I mean, this? Am I oversimplifying this? Is this my own personal bias or what? I mean, it, it, man, it's 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 hard because, you know, first and foremost, I mean, just in a big picture situation, I think it is phenomenally stupid that the mm -hmm. media of the NBA has any say in whether or not John Morant's going to make 40 extra million dollars <laughs> because he's an all NBA right. selection and he's, he's, you know, then subject to the super max rather than the regular max. That is a like a complete conflict of interest. Like you can't you can't tell me that makes any sense at all. Um, yeah. And then I see the new collective bargaining agreement that has the stipulation that a player has to play in 65 games, which again, you know, Jaron will only play in 64 if he plays in every game from here on out. Does that, you tell me he's not a defensive player of the year based on his performance and that one game mm -hmm. would make it, come on, man, it's, it, we <laughs> overthink this stuff so much The the all NBA award though. I mean, I, I agree with you in the sense of like, it's hard to come up with, you know, five other guards plus one, that you'd have instead of Ja, that that one extra mm -hmm. one. But again, is it strictly performance? Is it you know performance at their peak? Is it like the pinnacle performance? Is it strictly like what have you actually done on a game to game basis? Do you penalize somebody? 
like I look not to say that Mikel Bridges is going to make, uh, you know, an all NBA team or anything like that, but the dude never misses a game. Do you give him a little extra bump because, you know, he never misses a game. He's gonna play 83 games this year. He's played five years, hadn't missed a game. Does that give him a little extra nudge? Cause you say, I appreciate that you are available. Maybe, right. um, you know, sometimes players miss games and it's not their fault. They want to play but the organization holds them back. And, and that's particularly true in Memphis where the organization is extremely yeah. heavy handed about, you know, holding guys back and holding guys minutes down, you know, Jaron, when he's not fouling also gets his mm -hmm. minutes held down. Is that fair to him? No. Can he put up the right, can he put up the same numbers? Probably not as a guy that's playing, you know, 40, 41 minutes uh, on big games and probably 35 uh, in, in other games. Mm -hmm. So, I, I I find the all NBA discussion hard, man. Cause I, cause of those, those things, like, I just think it's, it becomes silly. Like, you know, can we really like nitpick between like Damian Lillard's a great player, but like his team's nothing like to do what, right. what do you, what do you do with players who put up big numbers on empty teams? Like, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know. They, like people are talking about Trey young. Like, I mean, come on, man. That team's been 500 for four <laughs> years. Three years. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, do you give him any credit for now? Come on. Well, I, you know, no, I, no, it's just, I think it's stupid, man. I, I think the discussion is, it's interesting, but I, I think it, it, it's, it sucks that it has actual yeah. relevance to his money. That that's, that, yeah. I think that's stupid. Like I, that's I, the should never touch yeah. his pocketbook. The people it, like us are deciding whether or not John deserves 40 extra million dollars right. in his pocket. That's, Here's that's my just thing. Silly. I don't, I don't that's know. Stupid. Can, is that a CBA thing, or can the Grizzlies overrule it? Can the Grizzlies say, "Look, we're giving this dude"? No, it's a CBA thing. I mean, you, okay. you, so you are eligible. The way the contracts work at this point, you know, you, you, the supermax is, you know, one hundred and twenty-five percent, or no, it's I'm sorry, it's a thirty percent or twenty-five percent of the cap for guys mm -hmm. at uh, in Jaws' position coming off of their rookie deal, but it's thirty percent of guys in that next, like when you're six to nine year experience. So you jump up a, a thing, you jump up a character. So go, you go from 25% to 30%. Um, if, right. if that were the case, that's why he gets that extra money. So they don't know exactly how much it's going to be. Cause it's, it's, it's all a percentage of the cap, but mm -hmm. it's at least 40. It'll be more than that. Probably. Um, right. it should never, it should never come to that. I, I that's no. that, that's me is, 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 is silly. I'd probably, I don't know, man. I don't think if I'm being honest, I don't, I don't think Jaws, been quite at the level that I need him to be, to be totally convinced of all NBA. He's been, he's been fantastic, but defensively since he's come back, he's regressed in my mind. Um, the, the finishing at the rim is, is, is always been, he always has such a challenging time and he does, he makes amazing shots, but he has to also make right decisions. And, and those have been a little bit off that the, the ratio of that's been a little bit off. Um, since he's returned. So, I, you know, we're, we're talking about fine margins here, but I'd say in my mind, I think he's maybe a little bit short this year. Yeah. Um, that's even, I'm talking about just even excluding the, the, sure. the I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not so, factoring yeah. discipline or anything like that into the mix now. How concerned are you four games left in regular season about offensive pecking order? I bring it up because we saw the, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the comments from Ja after, the Clippers win essentially that, Hey, I got to get used to being, I got, I'm the third option now. You know, we got, we got, we got Jaron, we got Bain. And then I'm just going to, when I get my chance, I'm just going to take it. The fact that, that here we are four games from the, you know, postseason, and we're still talking about pecking order. If you look at that bulls game, 
that ugly loss, you know, it's Jaron 20 shot attempts. Josh 16, okay. But then you got Brooks with 15, Bain with 12. So it gets a little bit off here. Uh, how concerned are you about offensive pecking order going into a playoffs that we've got some pretty high expectations? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I, I would, the Bulls game was definitely concerning. I mean, just in general. Um, you know, I know there are reasons why uh, that loss happened, and you can't read a whole lot into it. Just Grizzlies on the road, though, have been bad. Miserable. Yeah. And, and I think part of what you're talking about, Jace, is the reason why. You know, you have to have – I'm a big believer, man, that you have to have a hierarchy. Like, you got to have, you know, Roman Reigns. you got to have a tribal chief. you got to have a head of the table. And you got to have the Usos. You know, you got to have – uh, you know, solo, you got, I mean, you got, you can't have everybody out here trying to be Roman Reigns. It's not, that ain't going to happen. Right. And, and, you know, John Who's Dylan Brooks in that equation? Yeah, Dylan <laughs> Brooks is like, uh, solo. He's the one threatening to mess it up right now. I'll tell you He's kind of solo. He kind of has a solo <laughs> kind of thing. He, he'll sneak up on you and, you know, I watched, yeah. I watched solo last night in the WrestleMania. I think Dylan Brooks for my, I think that's a, that's a similar role for, for, for Dylan. I think he yeah. could absolutely pull that up, but no, there's no, Josh got to be Roman Reigns. I mean, that's long, long in the short of it. Like, especially in the fourth quarter, you know, you, you can have guys that have big fourth quarters off of jaw, but jaw's the one who has to set everything up. Jaw's the one who has to set the table. You know, you can have, uh, you know, kickouts, drives, those sorts of things. You can have all that stuff. But Ja has to be the one that initiates. And that team is built around Ja doing that. Everybody mentally right. expects Ja to do that. And Ja sometimes has this, I think, you know, in, in saying you and I talked about this a lot on Grind Time sometimes, where Ja has mm -hmm. this kind of false modesty thing sometimes that he'll kind of throw into the mix where, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I'm just going to, you know, I don't I guess that's just what it is, you know. I'm, no, he he knows. He knows in his yeah. heart. Like, he knows you know, what, what, what the situation is. He knows what he's got. He knows what, what's going on. And I think he plays that up a little bit just to kind of um, mm -hmm. give the people what they want. People like, sure. uh, you know, a, a selfless star. And I think he's pretty selfless, but man, I mm -hmm. hope Jason, I hope that in his heart, he knows he has to be Roman Reigns. I hope he's the one that knows he has to be the straw that stirs the, the drink. He right. got to be the head of the table because I love Jaron. I'm the biggest Jaron fan you're going to find. Jaron is not, the head of the table. You know, I have appreciation for Desmond Bain and the numbers he's putting up and what he's done. He's not the head of the table. Uh, Dylan Brooks may think he's the head of the table and there are probably some <laughs> tables that he is the head of, but it ain't this one. And, and that's not the case. And, you know, the less said about some of the bench, you know, as we go through it, the better mm -hmm. in terms of that mm -hmm. stuff. So I, I hope he knows. I think he does, Yeah. but mm -hmm. it is a concern, Jason, until you see it, play out in the playoffs for real, it is a little bit of a concern. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm going to throw out an interesting theory, but first I'm going I'm to wrap up the whole who's who in the whole blood bloodline situation. I think I got a better person than Dylan Brooks. I think Dylan Brooks is Paul Heyman. <laughs> because you, you know his value, you see his value, but you're like, all He's right, he wasn't here. Could we still pull this off if this dude wasn't here? You know what I mean? I think Solo's more of a Steven Adams because he's kind of he's yeah. kind of connected okay. through the tribal chief. They kind of yeah. need each other to get out, you know. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, I think Solos is Steven Adams, and I think that uh, Paul Heyman will be Dylan Brooks. The, the, the difference is, I don't think Paul Heyman. I don't think that Dylan is going to be the uh, the wise man or the advocate <laughs> as he was yeah. for those guys. Dylan is is you know you remember I remember he Dylan saying, "Nah, it's the uh, it's the big three, uh, me, uh, Jared, me." And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the big three, obviously, and uh, the other guys. I hope they could just sort of uh, uh, get involved and uh, you know, and yeah. uh, right. shoot their shots and uh, you know. Yeah, see, we knew who Dylan was when we Jaren, got uh, uh, Jaren and Ja. What's the, I forgot the dude's name. When we got Instagram uh, we and got, uh, you know, just yeah. Balenciaga and uh, you know, when we got uh, when we guys. got uh, oh, when we got Justin <laughs> Winslow. You remember they they were oh, like yeah, Dylan, yeah, you know, yeah, they were like who yeah. starts? He was like, Well, yeah. you know, Kyle could come off the bench, he's used to that, you know. <laughs> you remember that because <laughs> Kyle was starting or whatever. Hey, was like, yeah. hey, this man, Jason, I don't know if you remember this man up here, Anthony Sane. He oh, he went on his he went on his uh I you can tell people we talked about this, didn't we? I mean, I I can I don't I don't want to put blow your spot up, but this man what are you talking about when I went up to the press conference, the Grizzly press yeah, conference? when you're on the when you're on the oh, Zoom yeah, call. Yeah. When you're on the Zoom yeah, call, we doing, this man, this man bet, this man bet somebody on in his uh, group chat. A hundred. No, that bucks. was on the air. Oh no, 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 he, no you asked for a hundred bucks to your uh, WhatsApp, right? Or your, uh, or your. Uh, no, no, that was like, on our show. No, I, I know, but I I'm saying you asked somebody to send you a hundred bucks via like, like Venmo or something, right? Cash mm, app. It was, it was a caller. It was the. Uh, no, 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 no. This is different. You think? No, you showed me. You, th- this man had a. On the he somebody Venmoed him a hundred bucks to to do the Dylan voice voice to Dylan. He did, what? but it was the, it questions. was one of our callers though, uh, Peter. It wasn't nobody. I know, but you but you actually had the money. You show you you sent me the text. Oh, yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah, actually, I told you that, yeah. somebody actually <laughs> somebody actually cash out hey, this man a hundred bucks to, to go the on the, the Grizzlies. Ask Dylan uh, a question. Ask Dylan and ask Dylan a question. Ask Dylan. As Dylan. As Dylan. <laughs> I did. I don't remember. How did this work out? How, what, how did Dylan respond? I must know. He didn't realize what was happening. Yeah. Like, do you guys? John, do you, I, said, John, I said with you, Don, Jaron, do you think you guys uh, can make the playoffs? He was like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> same language. <laughs> yeah, I man. forgot all about yeah, that, bro. Oh, man. Uh, he, sent me the, he sent me the screenshot of somebody. I said, this is the Easiest hundred dollars yeah, you ever made. Oh bucks. my god, you want me to go? I can. That should have so done job. Everybody, everybody spent well too. You should have called. Not you should have came in and jumped. That would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been golden. Seemed like a good game to me. Good game to me. <laughs> oh, you mentioned Jaron Jackson Jr. And I know that you are a long time fan oh, of Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, um, what's it like watching him? You know what I mean? You got you know NBA wow. All Star. All you know, first team all defense, probably possible defensive player of the year, depending on who you ask. Like, what's it like seeing Jaron turn into this player? And what do you think his runway is? What do you think his ultimate? What do you think he can turn into? Emotional man, I just oh, get emotional. Oh, I know it. I know it's hard. Give me a second. It's like watching oh, the whole song. Like watching my boy grow up, and the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> <laughs> My 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 little man's growing up before my very eyes. Oh. Yeah, man. It's like seeing little Gabe and CJ just growing up now and doing yeah. type of and like a you know, little triple J out there just blocking shots and you know making defensive plays. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Oh, man. Talking about Anthony I Davis love it, man. I, I I you know I I, I sometimes uh, sometimes you get them right. 
I mean, I saw Jaron was my guy from, from the jump. I love Jaron. I love his personality. I love his energy. I love his, uh, his way of doing things. There's a reason why he's up for that uh, teammate of the year award, whatever the hell that is. I don't right. know what that signifies, but I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's a good dude. And then obviously defensively, man, he's incredible. I remember I sat down with Taylor Jenkins um, right before, the, I mean, literally right before the pandemic, like three days before the pandemic. I was, right. I, I had a rare sit down interview for the athletic with him. We talked for about an hour plus so this, that, and the other. And he said, you know, Jaron's potential. He said he could be a defensive player of the year and maybe even an MVP down the line. And I thought, Oh, okay. Right. That's pretty big. <laughs> I, I yeah. love Jaron, but even I was taken aback. Well, by, I ain't by no MVP yet. Especially well, not back then. No. Hey man, who he's would defensive player of the year. He's, he's, he is without a doubt the defensive player of the year. No you can take your Brooke mm-hmm. Lopez and shove it right up your ass. It, it, it ain't, it ain't Brooke Lopez. <laughs> Right. It, it ain't anybody else. I mean, Dylan, no, it's he, he is, he single-handedly changes games and he has all year long. And the, the, the man is, he's, what was interesting. Now I, I will say this, to put my, put my little um, analytic hat on, not that, you know, bears hat. You got to, oh, you have the Kangol on today, Jason. I don't know. No. It's not. Okay. I'm going to put my analytic. Right. Uh, oh, oh, okay. If I had, if I had an analytic, I'd put one on too, but I don't. Would it really fit uh, up, Peter? You, is there actually a hat that you could just like slide on and off, real? No, no. Okay, no. all right. No, it's got to be a ski mask, using. basically. Like I can't do anything else. It's a, like, yeah, I can't do anything else. <laughs> I'm like too shy over here. Just whoop, whoop, you know, and I, can't. <laughs> 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 I can't see, I can't do that. I can't do the thing, but yeah, that's what I was trying to, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. My, my mouth didn't do it. But anyway, uh, all right. My analytic hat on my analytic ski mask <laughs> on, uh, I gotta come up with like an analytic ski. Like it'd be my, my little gimmick, like my little, you know, push ice of analytics. Yeah. Like you come in and just, you know, <laughs> that's well take fun. everybody's attention. Well. Uh, anyway, uh, I think, <laughs> I'm curious because the Bulls, it was interesting yesterday, the, the fact that they had wings that were so potent and they really put Jaron in the mixer as far as, you know, putting like Vucevic out to force Jaron to kind of go cover perimeter mm-hmm. and put him in some short side situations where, you know, like on a strong side, he's got to make a choice between two guys and they pulled him away from if he's got to be responsible for Vucevic, you know, Jaron's really at his best when he's playing center field and he gets to just kind of be right. the 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 low the low mm-hmm. man and go in there and roam and and disrupt, come be a weak side defender for you know this, that, and the other. The Bulls didn't let him do that. You know, they they really gave him an initial responsibility to go out and kind of dragged him away. Uh, from the areas where he could be most effective. And I feel like a lot of teams are going to kind of look at that, especially the teams that have some potent uh, wings with maybe a stretch. You know, most teams now have a, have a guy that can stretch you out a little bit and and, and go and, and force you to go defend right. them uh, as a big. I think teams that are going to do that with Jaron, that's going to be really interesting to see what the Grizzlies do because they did horribly with that against the Bulls. They had no response to it whatsoever. And that's the first time I've seen Jaron really – kind of taken out of it a little bit. Um, I think he'll learn. I think it's a, it's a good lesson, honestly, to, to learn now as opposed to, you know, in the playoffs when you can't really make those adjustments. I think now maybe he can go back and take a look at the film and figure out how he can be as effective 
while also being responsible for the bigs that are kind of pulling him out. But yeah. that's something to keep an eye on. I, I love, but man, at the end of the day, I love Jaron. I love he's 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 incredible, and he's still, you know, a year younger than Ja, and he's still scratching the surface, man. He's he's yeah. a he's a monster. That dude is a monster. Well, you forgot uh, to add. Uh, go ahead. You forgot no, go to ahead. add NBA NBA PA Vice President Jaron Jackson. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. On top of everything else, go ahead. he's a leader. Another sign of his maturity. Yep, his embra- yeah. his uh, embracing of that leadership role. Um, mm-hmm. Luke Kennard, uh, did, did you sort of what did you expect? And can he be an impact guy in playoffs where that shooting is whether it's helping you in the half court or he's hitting a big shot? Lady, how much can a Luke Kennard help them in these playoffs, Pete? I mean, he's huge, man. If you look at the numbers with him and Bain together, is phenomenal. Right. You put out, you put out those guys with Ja, and then you let them kind of. Now you may have some issues defensively a little bit, but I mean, man, what is he shooting like fifty-five percent as a Grizzly from three? Oh, like right. it's, it's just insane yeah. numbers. Guys, you know, nasty Nardo, man. He's 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 out. He's outrageous yeah. to watch him do his thing. And uh, man, look, he's. He's been better than I thought he'd be, Jason. Mm-hmm. I still think in the playoffs, you know, defensively, you're going to have to see kind of how it shakes out with him. But I like the fact that they're using him, you know, not only as a standstill shooter, but they're letting him kind of, you know, create a little bit, let him drive. Right. I think that's something that Taylor Jenkins has always really emphasized in the offense, guys that can do multiple things, you know, with the ball. You look at Desmond Bain, uh, downhill Des now, you know, people thought, hey, this guy's going to be a standstill shooter and he's amazing. But now he's, you know, taking the ball to the basket. Now he's, you know, got averaging. He went through, he had like, what, 22, five and five last month. I mean, you know, he's putting up, you know, big multiple type numbers. So I think the same thing's true with Kennard, where he's, you know, for all the stuff you can say about Jenkins and his rotations, which are sometimes jacked up, and um, I think J- Jenkins' in-game management can be questioned. Mm-hmm. I think his personal management of players cannot be. I think he he gets he has he has fostered a really good culture, a really good group. Those guys play for him. He gets makes guys better. He has tended yeah. to improve pretty much. Look at a guy like Xavier Tillman, who would have been perfectly within his rights to just check right out. Oh, right. I saw Xavier Tillman. In September at the book fair at my school, his his daughter goes to the same school my my son and daughter go to, and my man was in the book fair line for thirty minutes just chilling, just waiting like like all the rest of us schlubs, and just you know whatever man doing his thing. He wouldn't probably thinking that he was going to have a major role in this team. Who knows? But he stayed ready, and now look at him, man. He's he's. Right been phenomenal so I, yeah, I don't man. Know, man. it's just he's i think jenkins for all of his faults he Call keeps guys locked in yeah man. and he gets the most out of those guys so and i think that's true of canard too yeah i'm definitely looking forward to seeing luke in the playoffs for sure man um 